0: hey guys welcome back to the you at your best podcast i'm your host morgan so for this week's episode i wanted to talk about the difference between anxiety and panic attacks because a lot of people don't know that there's actually a huge difference and i didn't know this until i literally saw like a post on instagram talking about it and then after that i just kind of started researching it and it was really interesting just finding out the different things about the two and so i really wanted to make an episode about it um so my entire life. I've dealt with severe anxiety. So, for this week's episode, I just wanted to talk about the difference between anxiety and panic attacks, just because I felt like it was important to share that information, and I know a lot of people deal with both, and I think it's so important to talk about it, and like I said before, I really have been wanting to make more episodes that I, I said like a research base I don't really know if it's exactly research base it's just it takes a little bit more effort for me I'm not just like throwing out something inspirational I'm saying I'm talking about things that I have researched and found out obviously this isn't something that like I'm super aware of but it's something that like in general I have a pretty good idea of so I just really wanted to talk about it um and actually recently I found out that I had the two mixed up I thought anxiety attacks were panic attacks but it's actually the opposite of what I always thought it was for like months so I'm glad I didn't make any episodes back then <laughs> about it because I would have been wrong, but I just want to say like, in general, an anxiety attack is kind of like a less extreme version of a panic attack. I know a lot of people will say that that's completely wrong and that's not really something that you should say, but in my opinion, it kind of is and I'll explain why later and I'll also explain why people think it's wrong later, but let's just get into it so first of all i'm just gonna like share some differences between the two and also just some experiences that i've had with both so an anxiety attack is usually triggered by worry. Like it's it's a worry response, while panic attacks are like a fear response. And like panic attacks a lot of the time are triggered by like a specific thing in the moment. And like in that moment, there's like a trigger of something that causes extreme fear, if that makes sense. And then anxiety attacks are just kind of caused by worrying about things. So like an example would be worrying about something that you're really uncertain about, like something that may happen in the future, in my opinion, an anxiety attack is kind of like a stress attack and, like, it kind of reminds me of that because anxiety attacks are kind of just extreme stress while panic attacks are that extreme panic that you feel. And I know if you've, like, dealt with a panic attack, you know what it feels like. That, like, extreme panic that literally starts, just, it hits you and you can't stop it. Um, And actually, it's weird because whenever I'm making my podcast, that happens a lot. Like, I don't know why, I'll just be talking and then I start running out of breath and it gets to the point to where I can't even talk like I normally would. Like I can be in the shower practicing making an episode and I say everything perfectly and then once I'm making my podcast it's just like so I'm so anxious that I'm not able to say things in the way that I normally would be able to. I can't just keep on talking and talking and it's so weird because I love my podcast and I feel like my podcast is pretty good but it feels like I can't fully share my knowledge because of how anxious I am and because like literally I kind of my brain goes like in a I don't even no like i just i don't know why i do it and i feel like that's kind of an anxiety attack like just just worrying it's not like panic it's just like i'm worried that i'm not going to say the right thing or get the right thing across that i end up not being able to relax so i feel like that's a great example of an anxiety attack i know i kind of just randomly added that in there but i started feeling it coming on and like my chest starts like it feels like i can't breathe honestly so I just wanted to add that in there but like that to me is kind of like an anxiety attack and then like an example of a panic attack like I said it's usually a fear response rather than worrying so an example would be like fearing judgment from other people like an example of a panic attack that I had recently was actually in one of my classes well first of all I have changed my major multiple times in college I've had three majors so far and I'm only a junior (laughs) um but I ended up changing my major to communication because I took like a social media communication class and I really enjoyed that class and honestly I thought that that's what it would all be about. I did like communication with, it's not minor, I forgot what the word is, like a focus, I think, in social media and I was super excited for it because I thought it was going to be all about like communicating on social media and I thought that's what I was going to be learning and I also thought most of my classes were going to be online, but I went to my first communication class. The professor was so confident in herself and like literally everything that I want to be, she was just incredible, but being in her class made me so anxious and she started like talking about how we're going to have to do presentations and a decent amount of presentations and just a bunch of things and I just had a full-on panic attack in the middle of class. No one noticed because it's really sad, but people who have panic attacks a lot sometimes it's a lot easier for us to hide them because we just kind of learn how to hide them because it's constantly there and a huge part of having panic attacks is that fear that someone's gonna know that you're having a panic attack because it's just so embarrassing for no reason and like for me i can't breathe i start crying my entire face turns red i look hideous (laughs) And it's just so embarrassing and I hate it. So I do everything I can to hide it and pretend like I'm totally okay and no one noticed it. But all I wanted to do while I was sitting in that class was get up and run because I was so scared. And then the, the professor kept on looking at me and making eye contact with me. So I was like sitting there trying to be like, okay, stay calm. Don't let her know something's wrong. And it was just so hard. She didn't notice luckily because she there was like 30 other students in the class and she obviously wasn't really like paying super close attention to me she was just teaching but it was terrifying and i feel like no one really knows what that extreme fear and extreme panic feels like until they've experienced it like some people have it because of driving some people have it like for me because of social things and I always thought I had just like severe social anxiety, but I was always like, it's a lot different than social anxiety that other people talk about because for me, I have panic attacks over things that people with social anxiety can usually get through. They might have a panic attack, but it's a, it's just, it's different and it feels like, I don't know, and that's whenever I found out about avoidant personality disorder and it's why I think I have it because avoidant personality disorder... This isn't, like, completely true, but it can be described as more severe social anxiety. Obviously, I know there's, like, way more other things that are different about it, but, like, that's a good introduction. But another panic attack that I had was another one in class, in my speech class, my very first semester of college. I was giving a speech about anxiety, and I had a panic attack like just right there in front of everyone i started crying i couldn't breathe and it was just so embarrassing and people kept on staring at me and there was this one girl who was looking at me and like trying to help me feel better. She's like, you're okay. Like mouthing things and honestly just like looking at her helped me a lot but I also like just felt so embarrassed because everyone was staring at me. Everyone probably thought I was fucking weird and it's just all these things going through your head while you're having a panic attack. It's not just that you're freaking out about one thing. Well, it is. It's one thing that triggers it but then once it happens, there are so many things that go through your head that cause you to continue panicking and all you want to do is stop panicking so people stop noticing and so people stop looking at you and it's honestly one of the hardest things to go through anyone who has been through a panic attack i know how hard it is please don't tell yourself that you were overreacting or that you're stupid or that everyone thought you were weird because i know all of those thoughts will go through your head but It's just so important to remember that it's okay to have a panic attack. It's okay for your anxiety to be there. That's something that has taken me a long time to learn and I'm still trying to be okay with it. So another big difference between anxiety and panic attacks is like anxiety attacks, I feel like they tend to last longer and the symptoms are like less extreme. While panic attacks last for shorter periods of time, but it's intense like emotional distress and fear all at once it all just hits you so like an anxiety attack can last for hours while a panic attack can last for like 15 to 20 minutes maybe even shorter and it's just extreme panic and then also I've noticed that like anxiety attacks usually don't have a specific trigger a lot of the time like I said it's just a lot of worrying and you have like a lot of buildup of different worry and like stress and it just triggers the anxiety attack and I would say maybe that i had an anxiety attack whenever i was going on a trip to universal in orlando with my boyfriend and his grandparents the first day we went on a plane it was my very first time going on a plane we were in atlanta which if you didn't know is the busiest airport ever and your first flight being in atlanta is just it's a lot there's a lot of people there and I noticed like a lot of people didn't really pay attention to me like they do in smaller towns, but it was still so overwhelming. And then once we got to our hotel finally, I just felt numb. Like I couldn't even acknowledge the fact that I was at Universal Studios in a really cool hotel and I was just... I don't know it was it was the weirdest feeling and then we got some food because we were all hungry we just ate at the hotel and I started shaking so much like uncontrollably like I was just eating my food and my hand was literally shaking so hard my boyfriend's papo told me that he thought that my sugar was just low but I went to the bathroom because I just needed to be alone and I just burst into tears and I just started crying and it didn't feel like how I feel whenever I have a panic attack. It felt like it had lasted all day. Like, it was totally different. And it still, like, kind of resembled it, but I don't know. It it was just different. And at the time, I didn't understand. And I was like, okay, am I having... Oh, well, I said panic attack at the time because, like I said, I had them mixed up. But I'm just going to say anxiety attack to make it less confusing. But I was like, is this my first time having an anxiety attack? And it was just the weirdest thing honestly and then that entire day I just felt weird and I was showing physical symptoms and that's another thing that I've noticed for me personally with anxiety attacks there's more physical symptoms and with panic attacks it's not really as noticeable I think because I've had so many panic attacks in my life that it's a lot easier for me to hide them but with anxiety attacks it's like since it lasts for long periods of time it starts affecting me physically and like I start shaking the only physical thing that panic attacks really does to me is whenever I start crying really hard and my face turns red my face turns red whenever I cry no matter what though so that's just kind of how my face works I guess but that's like something that I've noticed a big difference between the two for me and like also for a lot of people or like if you've had your first panic attack it's very noticeable while anxiety attacks Can usually go unnoticed by people because it's just kind of that long worry that's happening over time and a panic attack is just kind of like it all hits you at once and if it's your first panic attack it can feel like you're literally dying like it's it's scary honestly I can't even remember my first panic attack because I've had panic attacks ever since I was little but whenever it's your first time or your first couple of times a panic attack will be a lot more noticeable to other people most of the time obviously it isn't always like that and different people have different versions and sometimes a panic attack for someone can look like an anxiety attack to other people when you're actually intensely panicking on the inside or it can be like me where other people don't even notice it but you're freaking the fuck out and I actually just remembered another one that i had recently so i was at a family like it was like a family friend dinner and we were doing secret santa with obviously family and friends and there was one person that i saw for the first time in a really long time and i don't know if she listens to my podcast so she might hear this but i didn't know how to act around her because something with me is whenever i stop being around someone a lot, like if I don't spend a lot of time with someone, somehow that connection is completely lost. Like if I don't spend a decent amount of time with you, to me, I don't feel connected to you anymore. And I know that's really weird and really abnormal, but her and I hadn't seen each other for a really long time, and her and I used to be really close, but now It was hard to even make eye contact with her. It was hard to even have a conversation with her. And I was so anxious the whole time. And I was just like, she thinks I'm so weird. And I hated it because we used to be so close. And I used to be able to talk to her like she was my best friend. And now I can't even have a normal conversation with her without feeling on edge. And I've noticed that happens with a lot of people for me and that's why I think I have avoidant personality disorder or maybe I'm autistic, I don't know. <laughs> but that day, it was that, like her being there and me seeing her for the first time and me trying not to be fucking weird and me trying not to ruin it. And I did, I was fucking weird and I fucking ruined it and she probably was like, what the fuck is wrong with her? And I honestly, I don't, I don't blame her she did. I don't blame anyone who feels that way around me because I know that's how I make people feel. People feel uncomfortable around me because... I'm fucking weird. I act weird and that's a huge part of having avoidant personality disorder. You have this deep rooted belief that you're weird or there's something wrong with you and then you constantly show up as someone that's not your true self and then you get reminded over and over like, yeah, I'm weird. Yeah, I was right. So you stop trying to have social interaction altogether and it's very lonely and it's very isolating but that day it was seeing her for the first time and just having a bunch of people there. I just started crying and Right away, my mom noticed and my boyfriend noticed and all three of us just went outside and we all just like stood out there talking. My mom like hugged me and she was there for me. Honestly, if I didn't have my mom there, I don't know what I would have done that day, but... I had an extreme panic attack that day over social things, and that's how it always is for me. It's always social things that cause panic attacks. Like, I have driving anxiety, but that's never gonna cause a panic attack. But whenever it's anything where I have to interact with people, and it's not just like small talk, because I'm really good at small talk, as long as I don't have to emotionally connect with someone, then I'm okay. But the second it's like we start trying to be friends or we start trying to form some sort of relationship or friendship, I can't. And honestly, I feel like I'm like dumping a lot of shit on you guys in this episode, but I'm proud of myself for talking about it. And I think it's so important to talk about this stuff. And I know this episode was supposed to be anxiety versus panic attacks but i might just like change the title a little bit because it's been a little bit more than that and i feel like i haven't really explained them very well so i'm just gonna like give a little bit of a run over of the two real quick and just like say things that i've already said just to be sure that like it's better understood so anxiety attacks are usually triggered by worry and uncertainty while panic attacks are usually triggered by extreme fear and anxiety attacks, I, I like to refer to them as like stress attacks sometimes because anxiety attacks are kind of, you just have extreme stress from worrying about one thing or a bunch of different things. And then with panic attacks, there's the fear of judgment from others. Um, and then anxiety attacks usually last longer, but are less intense. And panic attacks last shorter, but are way more intense. And you have that intense fear and intense emotional distress it's a lot easier for anxiety attacks to go unnoticed And panic attacks, it's a lot easier for people to notice them. And the reason why is because of that extreme emotional distress and panic. Obviously, someone's going to notice that something's wrong, especially someone that's close to you. While with it, if it's like an anxiety attack, you might just go quiet. I've noticed I do that a lot. I just go quiet and I get shaky. And before I have a panic attack, I go quiet. And then I just start crying and freaking the fuck out. Not always. Like, there's the one, like the one in class where I didn't let myself react or I didn't let myself feel anything and by the way that's so bad for you but i understand why you would do it i know how hard it is like i said i know you don't want people to know that you're freaking out you don't want people to think that you're weird you don't want people to be like what the fuck is wrong with this girl i i get it i totally understand why you don't want your anxiety to be there and you want to try to force it away but something that i really need to do and something that you really need to do too, is stop doing that let your anxiety be it's okay half the time it happens in front of people that don't even matter like if they think you're weird that just means they're shitty people like really if you see someone freaking the fuck out and your first instinct is this person is weird that's shitty as fuck so just remember that if someone thinks you're weird for having a panic attack they're just a really fucked up person that you probably would not even want to be around at least that's what i try to remind myself Okay, and then anxiety attacks are characterized by the stress hormone, cortisol. By the way, this is not something that I knew, this is something that I looked up. And then panic attacks are more of an adrenaline rush. That's why anxiety attacks are more worry and stress, and panic attacks are more of a fear response. Okay, so before I end this episode, I want to talk about what I talked about before, where I said that Like, in general, an anxiety attack is a less extreme version of a panic attack and a lot of people don't believe in that because actually a lot of people believe that anxiety attacks are not actually a thing because... Like, some people call anxiety and panic attacks the same thing, they just use that word for both of them, and that's not necessarily true, but some people also, to be fair, people who have done way more research than me, um, they believe that anxiety attacks don't really exist because panic attacks are caused by anxiety, and anxiety attacks are, like, so much less severe than panic attacks that it's, like, to a point to where it can't even be characterized as an attack, and I understand where people are coming from that, but also... Anxiety attacks are real, because I've personally experienced them, i personally felt what it's like, and it's not the same thing as just being okay emotionally. And I know it's not anywhere near as extreme as a panic attack, but it still is very much different than just being relaxed. That's why I personally believe that anxiety attacks are a thing. And like I said, I understand where people are coming from whenever they say that anxiety attacks don't exist or aren't actually a thing and it's just panic attacks, but I like having both and I like having the difference in both because it really helps me understand what's going on in the moment. Even if an anxiety attack isn't necessarily an attack, like it's not extreme panic, it's not extreme fear, it's just lots of worrying, I still like being able to identify it with something. That's like the main reason why I say anxiety attacks are a thing, but again, I haven't done even nearly as much research as the people who do believe that anxiety attacks are not a thing, so take that as you want to, but that's how I view it personally. So, that was it for this week's episode. It was really hard to record this episode. I don't really know why, like I just- I was literally in the shower last night practicing this episode and it was perfect. Everything that I said was perfect. I worded everything exactly how it should be worded, but today I'm just struggling so much. I know once I edit it and I edit out like all the pauses and like just extra things that I repeat myself a lot and so I edit out a lot of the repetition, it's going to be a lot easier to listen to and I know I'm going to feel a lot better about it, but I wish I could be one of those people that just talks on my podcast without having to edit it. I can do it in the shower, but I can't do it in the podcast. Like, I can do it by myself whenever I'm, like, practicing, but the second I get on my podcast, it's like I can't breathe, and it's just hard to do it. So that's something that I'm gonna have to overcome, or maybe I'll never overcome it, but making this podcast is so important to me. And it's not just the process of making it, it's also just being able to look back at all of my episodes and know how much they have helped people, and how much me just, talking has helped people feel better. That's the biggest part about it. That's the thing that makes me feel the happiest when it comes to my podcast and that's something that I don't think I could ever live without. Just that feeling, it's incredible. Um, But for this week's journal prompt, I decided that I just wanted to be like all about anxiety in general because I feel like it would benefit everyone because most people experience a little bit of anxiety not everyone has anxiety and panic attacks but everyone has anxiety around certain things it's just a normal human emotion to feel. so you can either use this the next time you feel anxious or use it for the last time you were anxious so i want you to write about what parts of your body were tense during the time of the anxiety because our emotions actually build up in our body and we can physically feel them That's actually why a lot of the time like our shoulders or our back get super tense whenever we're stressed. So just name the areas of your body that feel tense when you're anxious as well as how you feel like physically in general. Doing this will not only allow you to realize where your emotions build up. But it'll also help you keep your mind off of the anxiety and help calm you down a little bit because doing this helps make you more grounded and it helps you to come back to the present rather than just being in your head, if that makes sense. Also, whenever you do this, just really focus on each body part, going through them one at a time, like start with your toes, think about do my toes hurt, and then make your way all the way up to your head. It really helps, it really helps ground you and it also really helps you figure out where your stress often sits in your body and then just make a list of the body parts that feel tense whenever you're anxious or whenever you're feeling any emotion like if you're feeling super sad where does that build up in your body and just write about it you can make a list you can write like a whole paragraph about it whatever you want to do i personally love doing this because Like I've probably proven in this episode, I'm a very anxious person, so I often don't even realize when I'm feeling anxious sometimes. Anxious is just kind of my normal state sometimes, so if certain areas of my body are more tense, it helps me identify if I'm feeling stressed or anxious because doing this can really help you understand what areas of your body feel certain ways whenever you feel certain ways, and it's also really good for whenever it's hard for you to identify your emotions because especially people who have dealt with a lot of trauma, it can be really hard to identify what emotion you're feeling. You just know that you're not at just a regular emotional state. So doing this not only helps with anxiety, but it also helps you identify your emotions. It helps you feel more grounded. It helps you relax. It helps get rid of anxiety whenever you're freaking the fuck out. So yeah, that's it for this week's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. If you could, please leave me a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and if you want to follow me on my socials they'll all be linked in the description and also i have like my amazon storefront my binable and a bunch of other things linked in my link tree and they'll all be in the description so if you want to go look at all those you can and that's it thank you guys so much for listening see you next sunday